Yo, what up? It's your boy Jeffrey, aka Papa J. And yes, you are tuned into another episode of Just Talking with Jeffrey. Let's go! Yes, yes, yes. It is your favorite. New podcaster, your boy Jeffrey, Papa J. And last time, you know, we left out uh, a lot in the discussion of our kids, the journey of first finding out about our very first, and then just kind of um, everything thereafter. Um, but I, I mean, it, it, it was it was fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's always a joy when we talk about our kids, whether it's to family and friends, strangers. Um, it's just I don't know. I like I like talking about my kids. I love my kids, um, even with all the headaches that they give me. Um, but because hey, listen, those are my kids. I created those headaches, so I gotta deal with them, right? So, um, but before we get into this, man, before we get into today's today's episode. Uh, let's do a quick mood check. Mood check, babe. How are you feeling? I am feeling a okay. What about you? I'm good. I'm always good. Listen, ain't no other way to be but good. Cause guess what? Ain't nobody gonna feel better for me. So guess what? I feel good by myself, mm-hmm. right? Um. So listen. Um. Last episode, we kind of talked about the the beauties of having kids, and we talked about. Um, the wonderful kids that we do have. Uh, But for a lot of y'all who may or may not know, we also had um, to experience loss as parents. And I mean, no parent wants to ever feel that um, because those are unfortunate circumstances um, and unfortunate situations. Um, but you know just like everybody we we deal with whatever pain um that we have to deal with uh with you know love and support from you know outsiders and you know we're very appreciative of that Uh, but i can definitely tell you you know it was not something that we had expected but you know it's unfortunately it's life so um Today we're gonna get into that. Today we're gonna get into that, and we're gonna talk about our latest uh, loss, which is for us our toughest because, um, yeah, we're just gonna get to that. So um, we're gonna first talk about our first loss, you know, real briefly because that one was um, it was very very early on, so. It wasn't as tough of a loss, but it was still a loss that, you know, we um, were not expecting or hoping for. Um, So, babe, uh, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about um, first finding out, you know, about being pregnant again and then, you know, everything that led up to to that loss. Well... Hold on, guys. We are being interrupted. I mean, we're being uh, welcomed by our wonderful 
wonderful son. Eddie, you want to come say hi to the people? Nah, he's a little uh, camera shy today. Okay. I don't know. He don't want to say hi. So, um, on that note, guys, listen, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and then, listen, right? That's so crazy. We just started. got started. But, you know, see, say, say hi. Say hi, Papa. Hi. Hi. Right. So, we're going to take a quick break. And then we'll get right back with y'all. Yep, so now we are back, and hopefully we can get through this without being visited by our wonderful kids that you guys have heard about. Um, so before break, I was saying, you know, talking about our kids that obviously uh, are here, but then our um, losses that we had to deal with. Um, so, babe. Babe, what? No, not you. I didn't say that was your fault. But no, I'm saying let's talk uh, about talk about you know our first loss. Um, that 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 the the entire you know thing how you felt about the pregnancy and then how you felt about. I mean, I I already know how you felt about um, losing. But um, let, let's let's talk about that. Well, um, after having a Nyla, I think after what two years before our first, we had a Nyla two years ago. Okay, so we were trying again for a third baby when our second baby was what two two years old, I believe, two or three years old, and we couldn't we couldn't conceive. So after five years, we finally conceived. And of course, everyone was happy. I found out when I was in Miami at the time, we were living in Pensacola, Florida. Um, so when we found out, everybody was excited. And um, when we miscarried, I was 12 weeks. But when I went to the doctor, they say that the baby had stopped growing at six weeks. Um, thinking back and looking back, I did remember certain issues that ha that occurred before finding out that I was, you know, miscarrying. I had um, twice I re I experienced like excruciating pain, 
um, it was in the middle of the night and I didn't want to go to the hospital because I don't know I didn't want to I guess put that in my head that okay something might be wrong because I had two we had two previous healthy kids so I was like okay let us let me not think negative but the pain was it just it felt like a stab like somebody stabbed me for like a good two seconds and I was worried but hey and I think a maybe a week or two later after I was um, done with doing a client's hair I went to the bathroom wiped and then the worst thing that can happen was that you see blood on the paper so I panicked I panicked thankfully the 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 um, girl who hair I was doing she was a family friend so I had asked I had run downstairs to call her back upstairs to take my kids so I could run to the ER and I don't remember if I called you did I call you yeah and you was at work right yeah yeah did and you came right you I met did. me at the hospital I met you at the hospital oh yeah so I rushed myself to the hospital and um was not in pain at all um, I think I had put, I don't, I don't know if it's TMI, but I put a pad on, okay, so I won't, you know. Um, so we waited, we didn't wait too long. Took a pregnancy test, they took my blood. They were asking me a whole lot of questions like, are you in pain? They kept asking me, am I in pain, am I in pain? And I'm like, no, I'm not in pain, I'm not in pain. And the fact that I wasn't in pain and they keep asking me if I'm in pain, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to be in pain and by me being in pain, that means I'm miscarrying. So because I'm not in pain, maybe I'm not miscarrying. So that was in my head. So I was hoping for the best. So my pregnancy te test came back positive, I believe. Did they take a pregnancy test? I think they did blood work. Yeah, they did some blood work. Yeah, they did blood work and it came back positive, but it was showing... It was showing something. They did an ultrasound. They couldn't see. They see a uter my uterus, of course. And I think they saw the sack, but they did not see a baby. So I was like, they don't see a baby. Like, what's going on? So um, after like, what what was it? Like six hours? I don't remember that part, do you? I don't know how long we stayed in the hospital, but I think after like about six to eight hours, maybe, maybe less. We went, to, we went home. This was nighttime. I think we went to go pick up the girls from their aunt's house and went home and that's when everything happened um everything was just coming out blood clots tissue whole lot of stuff was coming out mind you i said i was 12 weeks supposedly but the baby was measuring six weeks um so of course that was devastating i was low-key low-key depressed and sad because we wanted this baby for so long and yes we had two kids but then again we wanted you know we we love kids and what we would have liked a, like a large family not too large but like maybe four or five kids right right yeah 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 four or five <laughs> i mean uh, you don't be acting like you don't want any kids because you be mudding it but yeah, so okay. then you should. Then, <clears throat> so so, um, I mean, 
waited so long to have a kid. Finally had the kid after five whole years. And then that happened. So, yeah, emotions were up and down. I used to cuss them out for no reason because I was just mad. I was mad at the world. I was like... She, she, she cussed me out because it was Sunday and I was not at work. That's right. She wanted me out of the house. So every Sun Saturday, no, well Saturday, I really you home. Saturday she would pray for me to be um, at work, and then Sunday she would cuss me out saying, "Is it not Monday yet?" And hurry up and get out of my house. And then Monday when you're at work, I'll be wanting you to be home. Which I'm was like, so crazy, right? Yes. All weekend you don't want me home, but then on the day Listen, I go back to work, you have to now understand. you are you, wanting me home. You have to understand. The you got to pick. You no, the pick. hormones that a female goes through, especially through te- when when they're pregnant and pa- postpartum and all that stuff. Listen, we don't, so you we pregnant can't, right now? What are you trying to say? I'm like up and down right now. <laughs> you wanted me out of the house. Like right now? Don't so she she's stunting for y'all right now. Earlier she was like, "Man, it's not Monday yet." <laughs> you know, Dad, like you be you, you still in my house? That's 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 what she said to me earlier. Sometimes I want you out. Not okay. You make it sound so bad. No, I don't. No, I don't want him. No, don't say that. I don't want you out. <laughs> I just don't want me in. <laughs> no, that's not you. Okay. That's not you. But okay. you have to understand a female's like the hormones be out of whack. I don't even understand it, and I'm a female. I know I be tripping. Like I got better though, right? When I'm when I'm on my cycle, yeah, I know I be. You know, you know, I'm sometimes. But I wish you would do do a face out. I wish you would. But we can't explain the hormonal changes. We cannot control it. We honestly can't. Like, you have to be for real. Like, you're a guy, so you never understand, but a female. Mm-hmm. So I was all over the place. And then issue happened with my brother, which kind of, kind of, you know. And then we kind of, not to say forgot about it. Of course, it lingered. The emotions were there. We cried about it. We talked about it. And... Still kept trying. And see, one thing when you miscarry, and yeah, we kept reading on, you know, why you interrupting me? Having or or because we didn't kept keep trying. What are you talking about? That just no. Got to keep it a little PG. No, not bro. We kept trying, but like okay. no, seriously, we kept trying. One thing when you miscarry and you you wanted this baby so much, you become very obsessed. Obsessed. Like I used to buy pregnancy tests. Literally, Amazon took my money. I made Amazon rich, okay? Because I bought pregnancy tests, all types of pregnancy tests. You're still I making Amazon August. rich. <laughs> yeah, but I don't buy tests no more because we're kind of done with having kids. Thank you, God, for the three kids that, that we do have. But, yo, I used to buy ovulation tests, pregnancy tests, because I kept reading that when you miscarry, you're, you're mo- most when you miscarry, you're still fertile, so within six weeks you can get pregnant again, and that's what I wanted to do. Not to not to say that you can replace the baby, but honestly, it'll it'll make it'll make things feel a lot better. So that in my mind, I was like, you know, I, I want to have another baby right now. Um, body was under stress. I was under stress. Just everything mental, everything was just out of whack, and. I didn't have our next baby, which is our son, until, what, a year later. And the funny thing is, every year, for three years, back-to-back, we was having kids. Every, no, was it every? 
every year around the same time we, we had three kids and one made it only one but it's all good though we healed from that yeah it was it was definitely it tough. Was tough and I, I know a lot of people i mean i guess they become um uh the term i want to use is superstitious and they say usually within the first trimester you don't like want to let yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know they say well you don't want to let people know that you know you're pregnant um because someone can wish harm on you and then you know baby's not there and then i was like okay well you were amping yourself up and blah 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 and then also you don't want to I mean, within the first trimester, if you're overexerting yourself, then things could happen. And then, you know, miscarriage happens. So um, a lot of what happened in that first ordeal, I feel like it did um, align with what a lot of people were saying. You know, we were letting the entire world know. I think it was because we, after Anila, we were trying so hard um, to have a third and then when it finally happened, we're like, oh, listen, uh, United States, Haiti, <laughs> Africa, everywhere. Okay, we did yeah. not tell everybody. We told, like, close people. You told everybody? No, I didn't tell anybody. You lied. I think I told everybody at work. You Because, you know, um, shout out to my family, my, 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 my work family back in Pensacola. Y'all know who y'all is. I'm not going to let y'all know what organization because that, once again, shall get no mention on any of my um social media platforms because yeah but um shout out to them um i mean when you have great news you would like to share it and it makes sense why a lot of people wait for them to actually have like nowadays they wait to announce their pregnancy or them having a baby period until you know they actually pop up with a baby i don't blame them so if we could have gotten pregnant now i think that's what what we would do yeah like just pop up with a baby and and but our close friends and family of course would know but wouldn't know until i'm like almost due yeah i'm just like <laughs> yeah right like you know i think pre- people would notice so that I, one because i'm big no not at all so on to the next right so um this that i I would definitely say i know for me it was tough because i in my head i was already on hey we having son we having a son we having a son forget everything what everybody else is saying that's just what i wanted produce nothing but girls so well i got a boy so watch mouth um so but that was that's just where my mind was and i was so psyched up on it and when it happened i mean that being our first time going through a loss i just didn't really know how to like process process it, it. um but it wasn't no it wasn't it wasn't as severe why only because it was very early on i think if it had been you know a little bit later in the pregnancy it would have been a different reaction but because it was so early on i was just like all right let's keep moving let's keep moving um which is you know what we were able to do yeah, you know, we moved on. From just it. moved on. And then a year after that, we had Aiden pregnant again. Had my 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 prince. And of course, with that pregnancy, um, I was nervous. I don't know about you. You can speak for yourself, but because you don't talk that much, I was nervous about one thing. What? And you remember this, right? So when Jay came over, when Jay was at the house. 
Oh, yes. When he hit me, yes. But no, no he, he didn't me. hit you. What? Then he jumped on your stomach. He jumped on me, and we did not know I, I was pregnant. Yeah. I had a feeling I was pregnant, but I was like, because I was going through that whole emotion and whole scenario where I was like buying pregnancy tests and just overexerting myself. I didn't even care to like find out I was pregnant. I was kind of over it at that time. Um, I waited for my missed period, and that's how I would know I'm, you know, that's how I would find out that I'm pregnant. But I wasn't going to like do the whole testing again. It was just too much. It was exhausting. But my brother-in-law, was it in the morning? No, nah, but I was on the bed. And it was daytime, but I don't know if it was afternoon, like after I got back home from work. I remember being on the bed, and this boy, and I think I was sleeping. It was something. No, nah, y'all was, was, was play fighting like always. No. Yes, y'all were. Yes, y'all were. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I, I was just coming home from work or it was a Sunday. I don't remember, but um, y'all was play fighting. And then you went into the room, ran, ran into the room, Daddy, no. and then. No, I was laying down, babe. I'm telling you, I was laying down minding my own business. And I, okay, I probably said something slick. <laughs> and then like he came and whoop, I'm like, boy, like, what is wrong with you? And then that's when I was, like, I held my stomach, not knowing that I'm pregnant now. I just, you know, just I guess holding your stomach out of intuition. pain. Yeah, he hit my stomach and I'm like, bro, you might, I might be pregnant. Like, and he was like, oh my God, that time he didn't know though. No, nobody yeah, knew at nobody that time. Nobody knew, yeah. I just... I'm not gonna say I had a feeling, but I just acted on my instincts. I just held my stomach and like, oh my gosh, what if I am pregnant? I don't know. But when we found out, I was doing hair that whole day. I was so tired. And you know when you're, for my ladies, when your cycle comes on, your body feels hot and you just feel ill, okay? Just feel, just disgusting everywhere, right? So I was feeling like I was getting, a, like having a fever Finally got done. My friend Charlie helped me out. Good looking out, Charlie. And um, she, so she left, and I finally went to the bathroom. Not even like I had stopped tracking my period. I didn't know when it was supposed to come. I have literally forgot. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but missed. I guess I missed my period. So I went. This might be TMI though. Mm, if it is, then we don't need to know all that. <laughs> so, something happened, and then you said keeping it real, keeping yeah, it. Yeah, no, not that real though. Keeping it funky, that's keeping what you it said. fresh, keeping it real. Yeah, yeah you know, we we like keeping it there, but you know, just TMI on it. No, yeah, it's, anyway. So you cut out some stuff. That's okay. No. <laughs> they can get the picture. So I was in the bathroom. You get the picture, and then I'm like, oh, what's going on? I never experienced this before and then so I kind of googled but I already knew like what that meant and I had one more test I think I had one more test left she had one more test in the restroom in the bathroom but she to. had uh, but she had probably like 30 in a room she just didn't want to <laughs> no, go no. get it from out I of the room I promise you I had only two tests left that was there for like forever right okay I took the test and I don't even think I like I don't even think I <laughs> That thing, the first line popped up real quick. I was so shocked. And I recorded it. I have it on my phone. That's crazy. This was, to what, 2016? You might no. want to be able to add it on here. No, I'm not doing that. All right, so, yeah, go ahead. You finished? Yeah, I took that test. I was, like, 
huffing and puffing, hyperventilating. I was praying. I was like, Lord, please help this baby to stick. My little rainbow baby, please. I was just praying, praying, praying. Rainbow baby, what does that mean? Rainbow baby meaning like baby sent from above, um, like rainbow in the sky. I don't know. That's what they call it. I don't know. Right, I've cool. been cool. Listen, hey, you I got this. You got, you got that. You got that. You know rainbow what I mean. Baby. I don't. I watch people that I could relate to that also. Okay, you know, rainbow baby. Y'all heard it so. first. I've never heard of. I've never heard of rainbow baby, but like a, cool. Okay. It's like a promise, you know, like promise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So Rainbow. anyway, so I was like hyperventilating. I was praying. I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, let it stick. I, I my whole plan was if I got pregnant, another, a, a fourth, a third. How many times was I pregnant? By that time, it was four. Sorry, oh, and I would have been our fourth. Oh my gosh. Yep, Soraya and I so, Christian. Christian, yeah. So fourth baby, then. I wouldn't tell my husband. Like I would surprise him in a in another way, where I would wait. But chabu, all that came out the window when yeah, I yeah by throwing another out. wet pregnancy test at me. Mm. Oh my gosh, I did not throw. I hid the pregnancy test from you. Okay, so I, so I okay came out no, the bathroom. All right, no, go ahead. I had okay, my niece, let's proceed. Uh huh. Right, let's lie. Listen, I had my niece and nephews, and my um brother in law, my kid, our kids. In the back, um, I mean, they were in the living room. I came out the bathroom, and I make things so obvious. Like I can't hold water, okay? Like I don't know how to lie at all. So my face looked suspect, and then my brother-in-law, the first thing he said, "You pregnant?" So I was, I came out the back bathroom looking like this, and then everybody was like, "What's wrong with you?" And then my brother-in-law was like, "You pregnant?" And I'm like. Like what? How do you know? And then Jeffrey looking like, in hopes I would say yes, but his face was like shocked, like or like, like waiting for an answer from me. And I'm like, what? How do you know? No, I don't know. I don't know. And then of course, Jay was talking about, oh, let's go to the bathroom. I'm like, what's up with this boy? Nah, he was. He was mad hype. Oh my. Oh. Extremely hype. He was like, oh, let's go to the bathroom. Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? He was more hype than him. I don't know. I just yeah, emotionless. That's the problem. But yeah, so he ran to the bathroom. I mean, it is what it is. I guess he ran to the bathroom. They were both looking for the test. They couldn't find it because I hit it. And then when they came out, I think I went back into the bathroom, right? And then I put the test on the um counter, and then I left again. They went back in again, and then Jay who's screaming. And him, his excitement, he just smiles. Like no so hold on, let's stop, let's stop right there real quick. Because that, he has no emotion. Let's stop well, right let there real quick. Let it be something okay. else. So, so <laughs> listen, I just on my brother, because this guy is wild, right? He's from, yeah. we're from Miami. And mind you, we're living in Pensacola at the time. And we're in apartments. And this man... Yelling and screaming, not caring about the fact that we have neighbors. He's excited. I was just There's like, bro, like shut up. Because if they kick us out, you're going to have to find me somewhere else to stay at. This guy, I'm not going to lie, he was overexcited. I can't, JJ. I can't say I was not excited. I was. It's just sometimes, you know, my emotions, they, they're like extremely delayed. Suppressed. They're delayed. Suppressed. All right, so when you know 
something's happening, I might not react to it the way I should act right then and there. It may take me, you know, a couple of days. Never. A couple of days to then, like, woo! So, you see, like, right? It takes me a while, but, you know, I... What was that excitement back then? Anyways. It was there. It was just... I know. I know. I get it. It That's was kind of bottled up. And then, now, like, I get excited about anything, anytime, and like, yeah, let's go. I'm pregnant. Yeah, I know you're lying, so thanks. I am pregnant. Right. Okay, let me see the test. I'm going to smack you right in your mouth. I'll Flip. smack you. All right. Nah. So, that's that, right? So, you know, found out about Aiden, right? You know, and boop, 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 years on, years on. No, not years on, boo. The next year, we got pregnant again. What do you mean? It was not the next year. Yes, it was. Okay, so found out. Okay, no. So, found out about Aiden. Cause, we got pregnant. Because we found out about Aiden in 28. Um, 17. 17. Because Aiden was born in 18, right? And we moved from Pensacola in 17. August of 17 down to Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, February. February. We had Aiden. February is when we had Aiden. Yes. Then you got pregnant again and when? We got pregnant again. Oh, yeah. Two, we got pregnant again in exactly. 2008 19. Yeah. So two years later. 2018. Oh, a year later. Thank you. Like I said, a year. I know. Boo. No, let's, don't get it twisted. I know. And it was around the same time, three times conse- consecutively. I don't care. 2017, 2018. I don't give a what's up, man. 18 and 2019. Around the same time, May or June. They always going to be born in February. What happened Bruh. around that time? Were you bored or something? Were you bored? Harassing me. I didn't do nothing. I might have been taking breaks from work or something like that. No, I don't know happen. what happened, but around that time, got pregnant three times. I couldn't, we, we sorry. We Super Bowl might have happened. I was always excited about what happened. No, that that wasn't it. Nah, bro. I don't know. It was just peak season. Who knows? But oh, around that probably time. probably worked that way. June, <laughs> anyways, June, May or June. So our first one was going to be born in January, like late January. And Aiden was born in Silly in, kids. in Aiden was February. born in February. Wow, you and just said it. One, Yo, his birthday's in like be born in two weeks. Yeah, what you gonna do, son? Man. <laughs> I hate planning parties. This kid. But take him take this behind the Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe he'll have Something. fun. No, he'll have fun, bro. Oh yeah, he had fun last like, time. Yeah. He had fun last time. But yeah, so, so yeah, got pregnant again. Got pregnant again, and. This one, once again, we were like, hey, listen, keep it under wraps for a bit, you know, until we, you know, get past the first we trimester. We were shocked, though. We were not expecting. Yeah, Aiden we was supposed to be our last. Last. But, of course, we were, um, we were not acting We like were adulting. We, we were also, we, we were <laughs> like adulting. we wanted Aiden to be our last. Mm-hmm. And then, beam. And I don't know why we'd be shocked when. I get pregnant, like, bro. Yeah, cause I don't, I don't be in the picture. I don't know, I don't understand, like, how you get pregnant by yourself. Yeah, I don't understand either. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's real crazy. Well, you know, it happened in the Bible. What about? See. <laughs> Anyways, so we got pregnant again. It was a shot. Everybody in shock. He was excited. He was like, "Baby, it's gonna be okay." Because the thing is, I got cut with all of the kids. 
Yeah. So that was my main fear is getting cut and keep getting cut. Having I, another C-section. People trying to oh understand what goodness. you mean cut. Oh, Having a C-section. There you go. Five. Well, you five times. Five. Yep. Five. One to take out the fibroids and then the other. After Well, two to take out the fibroids, right? No. no one to take out the fibroids and then four. Yeah. Because all. No. Sweetie. Soraya, that's one. Taking out the fiber, that's two. Um, Aiden, that's no. Anila, oh, I forgot. Anila, that's three. Aiden, that's four. Our last one, that's five. Oh yeah, but we talking about before the last one. That would have been four times. Yeah, so you were nervous because at oh, yeah. four, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. like, yeah, crazy. Don't yeah, want to yeah. do this again. Yeah, so we were nervous. It was like exciting but nervous at the same time. But boy, when we found out the gender, I was, I knew the gender. I already knew it was a girl. I named it. I called it. Everything. Named her, not a it. Named her. Sorry, boo. I named her. I called it everything. Um, went to the doctor. I, I, listen, I'm not going to lie. My life was over at that point. Because it was a girl? Yes. Like, me and Aiden were going to be outnumbered. I mean, we're still outnumbered. We're still outnumbered. And I mean, to have another girl, Mercy said no. Well, that's good, you know. No, it's not good. Girls, There's man. too many women in the world that you know we girls. don't need to keep adding. Especially, Lord knows, I should not be having any girls because the way my mentality is. No, you mean the way you were when you were a kid? No, that's I don't what know mean. what you're talking about. I was an angel when I was a kid. Y'all comment down below and let me know how your boy was when he was a kid. I don't even have to say anything. So. Your peoples will tell you. Yeah, that I lost my virginity at 20. Right? And first child was at 21. <laughs> so. Lovely. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I was a good kid. All right. Well, I don't even know how. I'm not going to say it. You don't know how to take yourself serious? I know, no, right? No, I was going to say that, but. Okay. So. Back to it, right? So, find out, you know, she's pregnant. Um, find out it's a girl. And then, we're still in our first trimester. Te technically, we're still in the first trimester. When uh, we went to the doctor. She went to the doctor. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was, you know, working. So, a lot of those appointments for me was like, okay, this is another one. Um, do I need to go to it? If I don't, then, you know, just let me know how things work out. Not saying that I missed all of them. Um, but... You know, there was a few that it was like, hey, listen, middle of the day, if I got important biz, uh, meetings, yeah, then, yeah, I didn't have to be there. So, um, so went to the doctors, obviously got her, you know, things, uh, you know, squared away. Um, things were fine. Everything was good. So we, quote so unquote, so quote unquote. Um, and then what happened? Why did we end up going to the new doctor? doctor? Okay. So this is my second trimester. Um, and a note. So my last appointment with my first doctor, she was giving out notes talking about what she's going to, um, have to take a leave. So we're going to find, we're going to have to find somebody else to go, you know, do our OB care or whatever, OBGYN care or whatever. So I was like, okay, so I think we finished out. I think we went to her another probably two or three times she did ultrasounds she did um heartbeat monitoring all of that everything was fine in her book how many weeks were you at that point i was nine 19, 
like 18, 16, 16, yeah, because we went to her early on up until I was like 18 weeks. Yeah. Like 16 to 18 weeks. And then we had to switch doctors. So your 20th week um, checkup is like the anatomy scan, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's called. I didn't forget everything. And it wasn't that long ago. But anyways, it's where they check the baby's heart. And this is what, this was with the new doctor. So they check the baby's heart. They check the baby's brain. They basically check every detail in the baby's body to see if everything's normal, measuring right, everything. So Jeffrey ended up leaving work early that day so he can be with me. So we could, you know, we can celebrate. You know, we made it to 20 weeks. Um, and yeah, just to see the baby so we can celebrate that the baby's healthy. My Our kids were there. Yeah, we waited for a little while. And yeah, yeah, they was gonna do all the extensive testing just to look at the baby. So when we got inside the um, excuse me, ultrasound, we went. I went to the ultrasound room first. They monitored the baby, and I was in there for a while, but I thought it was normal. Like I was in there for a little while, and then finally they brought us into a room. So. You know, the doctor could tell you, okay, baby's healthy. That's what I was expecting. Oh, baby's healthy. Um, just make sure you follow up two, three days. I mean, two, three weeks after. At that time, I think it was going to be like still every once a week, I think. Whew. When that doctor came in, she kept asking me questions. She was like, she was like, um, do you have any ultrasounds of the baby? Like any pictures? And I'm like, no. Isn't that your job? In my mind, I'm like, why is she asking me that? And then what else she asked? She was like, um, I forgot what else she asked. But, um, oh, do I have any obesity in my family? Or um, do we have diabetes? Something like that. And she just kept asking me questions. And I'm like, why? She's making me uncomfortable. Like, why are you asking me this? And she told me to sit down. And then that's when she told us that our daughter has this condition called anencephaly and she's not going to make it past, you know, you know, when she comes out, she's not going to make it. So as soon as she said that, she did not deliver the news well. Okay, she she could have pulled us to the side, me and, me and um, Jeffrey to the side to tell us. But as soon as she said she's not going to make it, everybody started crying. I almost dropped Aiden because he was on me I almost dropped Aiden to the floor and he was kind of crying too because he saw everybody else crying so he's like oh cry you know so Jeffrey ended up taking him I wasn't crying I was shocked I was like more like I wasn't crying either yeah he wasn't crying but you you was like the girls were boohoo crying yeah they were they were they were boohoo crying the doctor tried not to cry she tried Definitely but cry. she ended up crying too. Um, but she was just telling. Shout me out to like, that doctor for you know giving us the information. The yeah, other one, the other you one, can kick I don't rocks. know what. She was shocked too. The doctor was shocked because she's like, "How can you not tell? How can you not see it? Because this type of disease, you can immediately see it in your first trimester, like before six. No, not before, yeah, but like before around six weeks. Before six weeks, mm -hmm. you can see it. And anencephaly, it's basically you would have to look it up because I. This is the first time I actually said the that word anencephaly in like two years. I don't like the name. I I just 
so it's kind of like uh, whatever but I'm trying to man up and like whatever but it's all good so so look it up anacephaly you could write that on the screen right no okay well that's what she had the doctor was kind of shocked because you can see that type of disease early on and you know made decisions that way so the doctor was asking us who is your doctor how did they not see this you know they was kind of mad for me um so we went into another room well i went into another room and jeffrey left with the kids i think he stayed in the car or something went out to the car right mm-hmm and then I ended up speaking to, uh, uh, I forgot what she was, but it was somebody else. So she was questioning me. Um, I'm sorry, you know, she's she's a specialist for something, uh, genetic special. I don't know, but she ended up calling my doctor, and because um, she was like, you need to talk to your doctor to see why she did not. How how can she miss this? So. She ended up calling the doctor, and then she also was telling me that this particular, my first doctor, she's very negligent, and she has lawsuits. She was telling me a whole lot of stuff about her, and I was like, wow, now I know. But, um, so she ended up calling my previous doctor, and she was asking, like, how can you, how can you guys be so negligent, you know, stuff like that. And she was trying to get me an appointment to see my previous doctor for the next day. Finally, got a hold of them set up the appointment so next day come went to the doctor mind you <laughs> the way i was feeling i wanted to like i just shut down i didn't want to say anything i didn't even want to be there jeffrey on the other hand his energy was so thick that i don't even know like i felt like he was going to blow up if the doctor even blinked the wrong way but she was like hey very emotionless Hey, how are you? Um, well, I heard what happened. Well, let's check. And I was like, this is not a smiling moment. Like, bruh, like, <laughs> Lord, Lord, help us. So, did the ultrasound. Saw the baby yet again. And she was just like, looking, looking, looking. She's like, oh, she is missing the back of her head. Like she was just so nonchalant and I'm like, is she serious? She's like, well, these things happen. I didn't see it. Um, but when you were, I think she said when I was like 11 weeks, her head was measuring um, a little smaller, but that's normal. If you seen that the head was measuring smaller, doesn't that mean you have to recheck like in a few more weeks just to make sure it's nothing? But no, she did not. Okay. Um, so Jeffrey, he's silent. He's not talking to her. He's not saying, he's not reacting. He's not doing anything. I'm the one that's like, mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm, yes, yes, yes. And I'm asking questions like, is it reversible? Like, what can we do? Cause I didn't know anything about this disease. And she's like, no, it's not reversible. And this lady had the audacity to say, not even God can save her. I was like, is she serious? I was I was annoyed I was flipping annoyed I was annoyed I was annoyed and if I was that type of female I would probably choked her but because I'm saved I did not do anything or I didn't cuss her out because I just left I was like you know what okay we gotta go 
she was so nonchalant. She wasn't even apologetic. Nothing. Well, she said sorry one time, but it was so dry. I think that's just her personality. She's just like a, you know, the clear eye commercial, that man that, that that's in that clear eye commercial. That's how she sound. Like very, no intonation, no nothing. Close the door, Aiden. Close the door. Close the door, puppy. Can you pause it? So, yeah, she was very emotionless. And so I think what happened? What else? I think we left. Did we go back to the other doctor? No, I don't think that day oh. we went back. Oh, yeah, we did because she needed to um, do something. So we went back afterwards. Oh, but but she did ask, oh, well, what, what are we going to do? What are Because we had options. Um, I wanted to push, but she was like, oh, she has no head. Like right here is too soft. Like it's just the brain. So there's no skull to like something about there's no skull. So it wouldn't come out or something like that but she said you could terminate it or whatever oh, just, just a lot of crap so we left and you said we went to the other doctor to give him some paper yeah but then she also was asking the same questions and kind of giving us the options of what you know um pretty much was going to be next so it was uh finish out the term or um the pregnancy mm -hmm. or uh early termination and I think for us, we were we were at the point of not really knowing what to do, what our um, decisions should have been. Um, so it was just, hey, can we have some time to think about it? Because if it's if this is if the result could potentially. This is not recording. If the result could potentially be the same between week 22 I think it was at the time to uh, when we have to deliver the baby then what we'll do is just go out and then um, throughout the entire we'll, we'll, we'll keep praying and hoping that you know her condition changes um, versus early termination because we would you know we're hoping that um, her condition would change so um she was just, you know, talking to us about that and kind of letting us know a little bit more on what um, anencephaly was um, and just kind of like the stats on it. Um, so, you know, that's pretty much what we were there for. And then after I left uh, to go back to work, I just started researching more on it. And I, I was just like in a state of like, what? The hell yeah still shocked because this is random and the thing and the crazy thing is and this is so crazy when i was pregnant with our son i was on youtube and that same disease popped up i'm like how it was so random that same disease popped up not knowing that it was going to happen to me next so there was a lady that had she was going through the same thing and i was like like, like what a coincidence I don't know. That was a sign. I don't know. But it was a coincidence. That's how I kind of knew what the doctor was talking about. I knew. I didn't know the name, but when she described it, I knew exactly what she was talking about and how the baby looked and everything. So, fast forward. It, it really played a toll on our marriage because we both had different... Um, views views on it. on it. But eventually 
fast forward we you know we prayed a lot whatever fighting up it was it was a lot we had a whole lot of people praying for us thank you so much and um it was it was a battle it was a true battle finally had her that day and when we saw her of course we melted yo this was the first time like when she came out this was the first time i actually heard you react the first thing he was like he said was like f like the actual word out loud in the um operating room and you could t it melted my heart because you're emotionless <laughs> i'm just playing but oh my goodness no you're right tough. and i mean that was the first time that was tough. i would i i reacted yeah to anything first off that quickly and secondly that extreme i was like she wanted me to record everything that was going on and i was just not in the mind frame of recording like i really wanted to like yell at her for forcing me to record and i did not want to record honestly oh, i wanted to walk out of the that. room i didn't know that i wanted to walk out of the room because it was just like yo i see what was going on and they're telling me oh she's breathing you know this and that and the third there's alive. a false i mean there was a a, a a faint you know um heartbeat and all and i was just like you can tell me that but i can see what was going on so for me it was the nine months of the doctor telling us hey this is you know what the reality will be and then my research also telling me the same exact thing and for me it was just like yo why are you putting us through this right and it wasn't just why is she putting us through this but you know i was also testing and and questioning god it's like hey listen why are you putting us through this because we've we, we went through three previous pregnancies and all three of them came out you know fine and then why is she the one that is not fine um but it was just it, it was tough for me um so i was just like yo the doctor told us that here's the survival rate on this the doctor also told us here's the likelihood of anything changing her her condition changing changing and you know you decide hey listen now let's continue to go through it so like you said it did put a strain on our marriage um because i was she in the midst of her praying for everything to you know work out for the best I was on the other side, like, whatever. I, my mind was, I'm not, I'm not on this praying. I'm not, you know, with that because every time we're going to the doctor, they're not telling us anything different. So why do we have to continuously pray for something that, you know, is not working out to our favor? And, you know, I was being more selfish um, than anything else. And... No, you were. I mean, you were just—that's just how you felt, man. I—I I mean, yeah, but it was definitely one of those things where I think I was—I was still being selfish, and I, you know, should have known with what I've gone through my in in my life and how you know God has put me in a place where, hey, listen, I got your back regardless. Oh. I should have said at that point, you know what? Yeah, he got my back regardless. But I wasn't honestly, easy. honestly, it, true. 
easier said than done, especially when you're in the midst of like tough times. Like it's it's easier said than done. Like straight up. But I was just like, man, yo, forget all the BS. I ain't with it. I'm not. And like I said, that day when you know it happened, it was just like I mean when she was here, it was just like tough. Tough. So fast forward a little bit, right? We get out of the operating room, back in the room where, you know, the receiving room, I guess you want to call it, um, or her room. And honestly, I think room. So, and on, honestly, tip the typical procedure is, all right, we clean the baby up and have the baby in the room with, you know, the family. Um, they finish, you know, operating on her, you know, getting her back together. And then they bring her back into the room. And so I'm in the room and I'm holding her, holding our baby Malia. And I look at the clock time frame wise like alright how long is she, gonna, is she gonna be here with us and the doctors also check in making sure I yeah. heart checking like every, every 20 minutes or nah, something it wasn't 20 minutes it was like every no less than that it was like every 2 minutes oh. she was checking making sure heartbeat yeah. heartbeat 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 it was like fainter and fainter it was, it was 33 minutes of her breathing for the moment she oh. left out of the operating room to the moment, you know, we went into the room. It was 33 minutes of her breathing. I didn't even know that. And I was just like, yo. Now the thing is, right, so this is what I was, you know, just continuously uh, researching. He said with someone with anencephaly, kids with anencephaly, everything comes in threes. I'm like, what? So it was like, yeah, a child can live either three minutes, three hours, three days, three weeks, three months, three years. And I was like, okay. You, you passed it. it. I, 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 I kind of didn't, but then I was like, okay, I, I see everything in threes. We went past the three minute mark, so I'm like, okay, we got past three minutes. Maybe we're going to have her three hours. But then 33 minutes came. And then she was gone, and I was like, "Oh, you were actually thinking that, like, like, kind of." Um, I'm not gonna lie. When she, yeah, too. that's why I said I was looking at the time, because oh. the late, the, the the doctor, because from the moment we were out of the operating room into our room, she kept checking every two minutes. So the entire time from out of the operating room to the time that she took her last breath, all of that was 33 minutes, because the first. Oh. The moment after operating room, going into our room, I'm like, okay, she already, we, we've already gone past the three-minute mark because she was in the operating room still for about another three minutes when they were checking everything, her, her first couple of breaths and all that. So I'm like, okay, well, cool, we got past that. So now maybe it's going to go from three minutes to maybe three hours. But then when that didn't happen and it was 33 minutes, I was just like. Dang, what they said was right. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. That was that was the first time because I held her while she was taking her last breaths, 
And when I tell you I broke down, you cried. That was that was definitely like I didn't cry. I didn't break down that first time that when the doctor told us that, you know, in week 22, I didn't. No, you know what? I lied because I, I left we, after we left. I was on the phone with my dad. I called my dad and I'm like, yo, I know you're a prayer warrior. Like, yo, I need you to pray. So I called him and then I am not going to lie. I lost it. We driving back home and I think Anila was sleeping in the car or I had Aiden in the car. One of the two was in the car with me oh, yeah, we did and, cars. and I broke down. And I was just like, yo, how and why is this happening to us? Like, what did we do wrong to, you know, be in this position? So that was the first time I broke down. And then, like I said, delivery day, that's the second time. I was just like, Phew. because the, the, the reason why I broke down was not because of the condition like I knew that was that like I knew you know that condition was going to be potentially fatal I broke down because it was like yo why did she have to take her last breaths in my arms I was like yo can could she not have been in somebody else's arms to have then taken like the doctor should have nurse one of them could have said hey listen let me hold her so I can you know check you know her breaths again nah she was in my arms took her last breaths in my arms and I was just like when the doctor came over to do that last check she was like yeah no more heartbeat like I was like whoa I lost it. I lost it. And I mean, when I tell you, it was, so it was probably like five or six other people in the room with us. Mm -hmm. good so friend good friends, close friends, family. I, I don't, I mean, that that's family. Um, we had Sharice in the room. We had the pastor in the room. Your mom was there. Um, Tony. Tony Ann was there. Uh, that was it. Yeah, I think the pastor had ended up like he wasn't. In oh, he wasn't in there because he, he was. He was outside. The yeah, room he was outside with, the room with everybody else. So it was just the three else. of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was us two, Tony and Sharice. My mom was and your mom. Ooh. When I tell you, it was complete silence, and it wasn't one of those silence for a minute or two. You talking about? 10, 20, 30 minutes of silence. Yeah, it was my mom just, she was, she couldn't understand because Islanders, like, maybe I've been, they, they never hear such thing. Like, the disease is just like, what? Like, a disease that's that rare? She was just shocked. She was just shocked. She was crying. Kind of made me cry. Um, she was just shocked. She just kept saying, oh, like, what? Like, how? Like, basically how everybody else was. Because this disease is 
rare. Extremely rare. Rare. Extremely rare. Okay. Rare. I think they said it was like one out of every three hundred thousand. Yeah, think. Something, something like, like that. that. So we unfortunately had to be the test dummies. Yeah, not the test dummies. I'm sorry, we, we but like just we we were one. Unfortunately, yeah, and you the know, enemy just picked us. And I'm not gonna lie, and I was. It was tough. I was like I said, I was not in the mood for anything that day. The days coming after. And I, what what the other thing that really pissed me off during that time frame was it, a few days after, right? So, all right. So let me let me just kind of finish out that day, right? So we had a lot of people come, you know, visit us. My mom came from Miami. My sister came, um, and at that time they didn't know what you know what the results was. Um, and you know, for them to you know travel from Miami in hopes of something positive, but then obviously getting bad news. Um, my mom broke down in the hallway. I, she was she was messed up for weeks. Weeks. My mom, she takes everything extremely difficult when it comes to you know negative neg negativity. Like anything negative happens, like she takes it tough for a long time. So um, she took it tough. Like I said that day. Um, obviously my sister took it tough, but you know, so the, everybody that came in and, and once again, man, shout out to everybody. Shout out to, you know, Maurice and Deb who took the girls, um, held them, you know, f and took the kid, you know, took the girls cause I had Aiden, um, but took the girls, uh, love them to death, but you know, everybody who came in, you know, obviously share their condolences and you know um i mean it was it was a sad moment but i i can definitely tell you we had a lot of laughs in that room you know we try not to make it too much of a somber moment um although it was but we still had a lot of laughs in that room um just to kind of uplift our spirits um but a couple of days later so i had a few people from from work which once again that's why i said this organization shall never be mentioned um by name on any of my podcasts i will never and actually uh my wife got rid of almost all of that place's um uniform um but i had two people call me to share their condolences the third person that did he called shared his condolences hung up he called back and it was the same week I was supposed to have a board meeting. And he said, hey, um, I understand you're dealing with this, but will you be able to make it to the board meeting? And I was just like, yo, this MFA, not only, like, he just took it to another level of where my frustration is, like, with this organization. Because you talk about being, you know, a family and this and that and the third, but yet he was like, I don't care. Ultimately, that's what he's saying. Like, I don't care about, you know, that. Like, yeah, it's a loss, but hey, can you get back to work? I was just like, yo, F you very much. Um, <laughs> that's that's pretty much what I, you know, I was saying. I was like, F you very much. And, you know, nah, I'm not going to be there. 
and you know you can uh, here's my walking papers if you feel any i mean any other way right so um that was that but i mean like i said we we just it, it was it was difficult and i can tell you you know like i said we had a lot of support um family and friends to you know reach out to us and you know help us along the way with you know uh getting back to our sense of normalcy um and i mean when i when i'm not when i say normalcy i'm not talking about pandemic normal or world normal i'm just talking about jeffrey and joanna normal because you know we're always upbeat we're always happy you know having fun um just clowning always so you know we had a lot of people you know on our side getting us to that point um and i can definitely tell you i was i thought more on it and this was just maybe a few months later a few months after i thought more on hey were we not actually lucky because i mean uh were, were we not lucky and the reason why i say that is because a month later two months later pandemic here comes the pandemic here comes the pandemic so we we kind of got lucky where we didn't have to deal with potential hospital visits um anything like that because you know unfortunately she passed but you know to have to think like we would probably have to have dealt with covid and having a newborn even more it would have made us even more paranoid so yeah god works in mysterious ways although it's not if it may seem like it's it's a curse when bad things happen but we're also our faith is also getting tested and um things happen for a reason that's all i can say and god at the end of the day has still have our back we're still here our marriage it was it was kind of going, I'm not going to say downhill, but the enemy was testing us, but it made us stronger for sure. It made us stronger. Um, yeah, it just made us stronger. Unfortunately, we cannot have any more children. Yeah, no, that, that was a tough decision that we had to make. Yeah. Um, and it was for multiple reasons. Um, one, yeah. because we didn't want to potentially have another uh situation where we had an unhealthy baby but then even more um she was at more risk because of you know having so many c-sections and you know i think with that making that decision i mean it was it was the smart decision um it it, it took a lot of thinking though on the front end of things because it was more like hey um is this going to be selfish of us where God says be fruitful and multiply? Um, but then is it selfish? I mean, is it smart where we're saying, all right, no, we're going to continuously be fruitful and multiplying, but then risking your health, you know, yeah. like my, I would be fine health wise. Um, cause I'm not the one getting cut. I, that's but the thing. I then, told you to snip it. Yeah. 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 Now that, that, mm, I don't know if I, I can, like... I regret doing the procedure. Understand this, babe. If I get cut, I'm out for a couple of days. That I can't, ain't got nothing to do with me. I, I can't... I'm out for six weeks. Don't you get it? When I get cut, when a woman gets cut, they're out for, like, six weeks. For a couple of days, six weeks, I mean, I, I don't understand. 
I mean, I know we have our so so hold on, hold on, but but here's the thing, right? So you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But listen to this, right? It took my body. So I know somebody, I know somebody who is going to watch this. It doesn't matter. And is going to chime in. It doesn't matter though. That got cut, but guess what? Well, it was. They had a baby. Yeah, I don't care. So am I going to waste my time on getting cut? You don't just to have another baby. That's rare. Hey, I don't want that rarity in my life. (laughs) I need surety, and is that word (laughs) surety? That's all right. I Um, doubt it. That's all right. But I need I need that that reassurance, reassurance that listen it ain't gonna happen. I, listen, I would, Babe, I love you. I love you. No, I love you. I if I love listen, you. I would go back and so, have the doctors take my body part. Okay, I would do it again because they did a um, fimbriectomy, whatever that is. You have to look it up. So they snipped me, and I cannot have any more kids. So, so so yeah. But listen, I I can just tell you, you know right now as parents of three amazing kids um not having the two that we could have had um it does still take a toll on us every now and then i'm not gonna lie i drive by you know her burial site i don't actually go um but i do drive by and i every time i drive by i always think her and i always think what could have been two she years been two she would have been two years on the 22nd of january no 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 i don't claim that birthday to be honest with you i claim the birthday where she was supposed to be okay born, so january 28th <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> okay it was supposed to be february 4th okay oh my gosh <laughs> so her birthday would have been what yesterday Oh yes, it would have been. What is oh that? yes, it would have been. Time is flying. No, not yesterday. Friday. Oh. Time is flying by. Okay, my baby birthday would have been February. Not Friday, Saturday. Or, What's today? Sunday. Oh today shoot. Six. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, today's the sixth. So Friday. Friday, our baby. All right. We love uh, you, Boo. Yeah, we love you, Malia. Malia Grace. Malia Grace. So pretty. What's her right? name? Oh yes. my goodness, she was beautiful. She oh was. my gosh. She was. She was so pretty, so, and I'm not saying it because that was my baby. But it's just it's she true. was she was fine. She like, would have been a mixture of well, she would have been another Anila. No, she yeah, would been another Anila. She had. They would have been triplets: Anila, Soraya, and no, Anila, Aiden, and Malia. They would have been triplets. Yeah. Jed, my younger brother, he scarred. Well, he didn't scar her, but Soraya takes after uh, Jed. Although she still looks like me. But it's, and this is the thing. This is a running thing in our family, right? Every kid who is not Jed's kid looks like him. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. It's freaking crazy. So Jed, I need you to go somewhere, right? Take your um strong jeans somewhere else, all right? Um, but yeah, man, you know we still love our kids, and you know unfortunately we we are too short. Um, but it's, it's like all right. One day, one it's day we'll right. see them again. Yes, we will. Um, so, babe, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, this was really. I'm not gonna say this was hard to talk about, but I, I know that a lot of people. This is very rare. So a lot of people. Well, some people are going through this, and we wanted to share it to, to kind of spread awareness. And you're not alone. That's all I want to say. Um, and thank you for helping me talk about it because it was. 
It's therapeutic. You're welcome, babe. I love you. Love you too, boo. So, um, final thoughts on my end. Yeah, right. Air kiss. Um, final thoughts on my end, right? Uh, listen, I'm not a doctor. I can't stand doctors, just to be honest. All my doctors out there. Um, shout out to you, all my nurses. Shout out to y'all, although I would never come see y'all. Um, okay. But shout out to y'all. And uh, ladies, make sure if you get in, you know, if you if you're pregnant, listen, get multiple opinions. Don't be afraid to get multiple opinions because some of these doctors don't know what they're doing. Know what they, doing. No. they technically, I, 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 there's this great commercial, right? It says, if a doctor is practicing medicine, why are we actually going to him? <laughs> they shouldn't be practicing anymore. Yeah, school over. Right? So, um, some of them don't know what they're doing, right? Uh, so make sure you get multiple, you know, opinions um, before you settle on. Oh, yeah, this is what this person is saying because mm -hmm. I promise you, if we had done that, we would have like things probably would've we would have known a lot sooner. sooner and yeah, we um, but yeah, man. So that's my thoughts, man. But um, listen, you, you guys have an amazing, an amazing week. Um, stay blessed, and we out of here. Mm -hmm.